0: talking for
1: a while and we're back with part two of zim ed why do we have a part one and part two you might ask well oh, let me he's tell he's you <laughs> sean sullivan layer cake was just here enjoying some of the conversation and then he kicked our power
0: yep yep so he's not here anymore so uh what did we say bye felicia
1: bye sean <laughs> all right Adios. and we're back we're back with zim ed, leaf and bite girl Yes, we were talking about Ramel Z. Yes. Let's pick up there if you don't mind. Tell uh, tell our listeners just a little bit about that gentleman, that piece, and uh, why you did that one.
2: Um, yeah, at, at the time, we I had a conversation with Steve. Um, he he runs the wall that's over on Houser Street, and um, he mentioned stories about Ram, and I was like, "Wow, okay, yeah, I kind of remember." like all this stuff and it, and, and it kind of reminisced in me at the moment and I was like you know what I'm painting a wall your wall uh, next week and I was kind of like torn between who I was going to do and as we're talking about Ram right now let let me do a Ram piece and right after I did the piece was the opening from Red Bull who did a whole entire um, gallery with all Ram Z's um, uniforms that he used to make out of stuff he found in the street. Um, so he and and I see now. Um, was his phase? I don't know. I think um, right now at the new MoMA, they have pieces on paper of Ram. So I so it's kind of so, like yeah. you know he, he's a big iconic figure, but at the time. But he was a DJ. He, he was, was a s- he was an MC. Right. Um. He I he was a. Uh, he was one of us he was like came from the same place he was a, a very futuristic artist like like his, his work was very out there but um, it it also is a work his works are like stood the test of time because even right now it's like nobody could replicate what he did
0: they had a couple of his pieces at Beyond the Streets yes the yes. sculptures there in the yeah. big open area just incredible oh yeah incredible. insane
2: yeah yeah, so so when I, I I you know it's one of my favorite pieces. I actually looked at it the other day, you know, in photos.
1: So what's uh, <clears throat> what's 2020 looking like for you? What are you working on these days? And uh, tell us about the new. You said a new collection of characters.
2: 2020 is going to be busy. Um, I, I find I found that like this year, from the get. I was actually starting to get a lot of these jobs coming in and um, I got hit up by 212 for a show which is going to be called Characteristic in April which is only like another eight weeks away which I'm still creating works for. Um, That's going to be April 16th. Um, This Tuesday is going to be... um, it's going to be aired on Silver Tuna Studios, um, my trailer for the Black Book Diaries, which will be... Shout out to Kaz. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Kaz. Um, he's an incredible artist with the camera as well as illustrator. Um, so in May, all four of the Black Book Diary episodes will be airing at the Angelica And um, that would be Me, EZ, Night Owl, and Duel. Oh, so four new ones. Four new ones that nobody's seen before. The trailer comes out this Tuesday. (coughs) So uh, check it out on YouTube. Subscribe. And uh, yeah. Kaz has been busy. Busy.
1: Busy. He's a beast. Now, we love the first two. It was RWK and... And Sev, Sev yes, right yes,
2: yes and he packed the house with that yes so, he did
1: that
0: so, was a fun night yeah sure was it so really it's was. going to be
2: interesting having all four of these um,
0: and I'm interested to hear the stories especially about Easy yeah I mean, I've seen his work forever I've seen him but I don't know anything really about him
2: yeah yeah he, well you know he's still he's still doing his thing so you, should, you guys should be interviewing him one day I mean he's incredible
1: yeah we sat down with him and was it uh Kit. Yeah, but Kit. we really ah, didn't get that yeah. much yes. into
2: his
0: no, history. So, uh, yeah.
2: Two, two legendary guys. Yeah, yeah. Like no, they, they, love these to. guys have been around for a very long time,
1: and it's a lot of history there. Now, <clears throat> let's talk about history. How does it feel to have your, just what you grew up in, let's be real, frankly, you were time and place. Yes. You, you couldn't have done anything else. You couldn't have been a different person. You're Zimed. Yeah, you came yeah. up the way you came up. How does it feel to have what you helped create and what you were a part of the culture and the movement at the time to be represented on a beyond the streets where they're charging money for tickets and a, and a tour that's going around the, in the country. Is it bittersweet at all that now it's being, it's being uh, capitalized on from a, from a, a gallery sort of, sort of view? I don't mean a work on a, on a, on a canvas. Yeah. I mean, now the movement is in a gallery. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little different
2: yeah well with, with the with the gallery and and now a museum in miami um i think i think it just it's the next step you know um there's you gotta it's, it's kind of hard to say um is it a higher level of recognition I was gonna say it's a in it, it's evolving to something different and it's change and sometimes you need change, and there'll always be change. Like, what's the next step after that, you know? So,
0: art is, I mean, art is change. Yeah. Very much yeah. So. so.
2: So it's kind of like it's the next thing to do, I guess, you know?
0: And it's also probably at this point about, I, in my opinion, passing on the legacy in some ways, because you're getting to the point in the culture that you have a lot of people that aren't here anymore, and who's going to tell yeah. their stories, because it's still part of the... But, it should be part of the, the the world. But
2: I I also this is my feeling on it, my real feeling on it is, how can you have a museum when you can't represent all the people who paved the way, yeah. and because you cannot put everybody into this
1: museum, so you
2: have to pick and choose. Who is going to be in it? And I think that is an injustice and unfair I tell Erica all the time, all. Yeah.
1: anytime you make a list, a list of anything, it's not who's on the list, it's, it's the feelings not. of the people who are not on the list. <laughs> yes. And that's you're making <laughs> yes, a list of am. people who are uh, not going to hate you in this little tiny list, and the rest of the world is because they're not on that list. Yes. Then that's just the way it is. It, it's just the way it is. And I think the number of people that are going to
2: be angry outweighs the people that are going to be happy. Yeah. What do you think, Leaf?
1: Yeah, I agree. It's uh, the whole list thing. A gallery, a museum of street art is just a list. Now they could turn yeah. that list over and they can yeah. represent and we'll see how it goes. I like it in theory. And, and it's very hard. There's so and, many you writers know, out and
0: there. I'll tell you this so too, many. as far as the place in Miami, it's a very small space, yeah, so so they don't have a actually, lot of room yeah. to actually represent. So it was interesting to see what their choices were.
1: I sound like I'm hating. I'm uh, not. No, I mean, no, I think, no, no
0: I, want them to, I want them to succeed so that they're able to grow into a yeah, larger well. space so that they can represent more as yeah. time goes on. Yeah. And I want to see, too, if the exhibits evolve. I, and I, if you have an ever-changing to where you're always like one room may be OG, but if you change those OG artists once a year or something like that, and keep yeah. showing different parts of yeah. the past culture, yeah,
2: mm. it's
0: got you know it's got to be something where you continue I, to I, represent. I think the
2: museum is a great a great thing that um, these guys did, but I, I, I would like to see like um, more. You know, yeah. like you say, it's a small space. It's hard to get. And I, I know there was an exhibition in the Bronx Museum uh, with uh, photographs from the from back in the day as well from Henry. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's so many more trains out there than than what he's shown. So it's kind of hard to see everything. But it it was beautifully done. You know, it's an incredible. Also, I think somebody's going to be forgotten no matter what. No matter yeah. how big or how, um, you know, organized it is, someone's going to be forgot every time. You know what I mean?
1: They left Luke Perry out of the Oscars Exactly. In That's memoriam. exactly
0: what I was thinking is it happens you know I mean? every yeah. year at the Oscars. A-
1: anytime you make Oops. a list, you're going to yeah. mess up. You're going to forget. It's just Oops. the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like, what you want to do. Seriously. Yeah.
2: How so. embarrassing is for that person who was making that list? I guess it <laughs> oh comes God. down
0: to the professional level then of curation in that if it's not a club, yeah. that if they do a broad range and they do try to expand, then I, I would love to see them succeed. Yeah. And it's, what, it's Alan Kett, correct? Yes, Alan good he, guy. Yeah, and he yeah. seems to be coming at it from a really good place and he you know the the exhibits are beautiful. And he and he's
2: very knowledgeable with with history. Right. He's really knowledgeable. He knows a lot.
0: And he's got a, whether we like it or not, he's got good professional back backing too yeah. that'll keep this more commercially viable, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: Now, let's uh let's get a couple of upcoming events out of the way. Uh, On February 28th, we have a Mike Schulte art show from 6 to 9 at 260 Elizabeth. If you haven't been to one of Mike's shows, uh, they are eclectic, uh, fun artists, uh, interesting spaces, Uh, 100% profit goes to the artists. Mike's a supporter uh, of sold and uh, the scene, so definitely go out and check that out. Uh, Also, on February 27th, there's an Artel opening. And they have events all weekend. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, Bike Girl, we haven't recorded in a while. What did we miss?
0: Um, Gosh. What, what, well, we, what we were we doing this the winter? Holidays. And gosh, I think we even missed Basil and all when, of that stuff. When was stuff. the
2: last time you was on the
0: When year? was the last time? Hold on. Hold on.
1: Talk about something else. I Got to look for the stats over yes, there. Yes, I have it right here. Let's yeah. figure it out.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I just I don't believe we ever... Yeah, it's been a while.
2: Yeah. Do you remember the place where, where you did the last? <coughs> was it here? Or was oh, it yeah. Always location? sitting right here in your yeah. seat. Oh, I, <coughs> I, I
1: feel really so much oh. more comfortable than on location. Yeah, we, we last recorded in October. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. At the F- Brooklyn Firefly. A full season True. ago. Yeah.
1: And now we're coming out fresh and Sean kicks our cord out. Yeah. <laughs> we continue to be the most professional
0: <laughs> podcast out there. Uh, yes. Yes.
1: yes. Now, classic classic uh, all right, so all right, so yes what i 'm what I want to pick your brain about is not social media, not the way artists are getting up, not the way you 're finding clients what i want to what I want to talk to you about at a an artist with the at your level that 's picking and choosing projects that isn 't uh, uh, hustling isn 't vandalizing anymore uh, knockwood. Uh, you know, you're not uh, uh, grinding in the streets anymore, are yeah. you? No, no, not right. At all. Yeah. So, where does it, where does it come in you? Where, uh, I'm sorry, where does it come from in you to, to want to pick a project?
2: Um, I, I have to feel comfortable with what the project is. Uh, first off, if I if I feel you know I could do it, or um, I'll, I'll take it on. But like I don't take on everything anymore. Not like I used to. Like, I, I have friends that I would cool. rather give them a gig, especially if I'm I'm bring things are coming to me in abundance with jobs lately. So I'll I'll pass it over, you know. And I don't have to take everything. I I'll, I'll take the jobs that I feel like I'm comfortable with.
1: See why and why I asked that was it was what you said in the pre-interview was your Welling Court Wall was one you've done for six years. You love it, and that's, that's basically enough for you to have riding on the street.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cause, uh, you know, it, it takes a long time for me now to recoup after painting a wall. I could paint one wall for four hours, and I'll be in pain for five days. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that unless I'm getting paid now. You're out of mural shape. I
1: understand.
2: I don't think
0: people realize how physically demanding it actually is to do it.
2: Oh, you're you're moving. When I take people on tours, I don't
0: think they have a clue. They ask questions and it's obvious they don't have a clue. When you're
2: you're moving around 40 pound crates, bending, squatting, up and down ladders ladders, and um, and even on a lift for like a good six to eight hours straight and only taking little five minute breaks. You know, it takes its toll on his body, and I really don't want to do that anymore. You know, I, I I feel like I'm in a good place with my health now, but like, uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm getting older, and it's time to just leave that to the young cats. So so what I'm going to be doing, I'm well in court this year, is uh, I invited Jeff and Ikez to to actually paint the my wall with me. Mm. and it'll be kind of like a handoff to him where he we're, we're, we're drawing sketches now but like after this wall then the wall could be his and he could he could deal with it like yearly
0: you might come just bombing occasionally I may come you know <laughs> be like, sure. uh, me, <laughs> drop invite, a little character every in now the corner and then
1: drop a character you know and uh, yeah. you know and we'll work it out shout uh, out to Jeff uh, he's, he's yeah. one to collaborate with I've seen him work with some some fun people and come really uh, come out with some fun projects yeah
2: Here's a fun project I'm doing with him. He's going to do a retrospect of my life in a gallery scene. And we've been in the talks now maybe for a half a year. So we're thinking... Like the Picasso the, thing he did? I'm not sure. It's going to be like all my works and everything I've done. It's going to be like walking into a gallery that is a book of my history. So, yeah, that's going to be like uh, incredible. We're already talking about maybe 300 works of art. So so that's going to be in the work. So,
1: yeah. Keeping Jeff busy. Keeping him busy.
2: Nice. Not, not that he's not busy. You know, he's got a lot going on as well. One of my favorite artists.
1: For sure. All right, Leaf. What's up? You have said about 15 words. What do you want to talk about? You call the next subject. Uh No, you call the next subject. <laughs> I like how I like where this
2: is going. I like the whole uh painting on the trains thing conversation we talked about
0: oh that's a good one yeah, so like, tell m- us something. Tell us about the the most fun you ever had doing a train, and where's the most exotic locale that you 've ever actually painted trains
2: might well, the most fun was not fun. But very memorable. <laughs> um, it was looking one, back fun. Look, looking <laughs> back now, it's it's kind of like oh man, that was a, a really crazy night because we always started the night by by smoking and then nice. drinking, and then we go out like maybe twelve one o'clock at night and we we do what we gotta do. So um, there was this one spot in the Bronx which was my favorite was Espionage, and it was a layup that would be laid up between two stations in a tunnel that went from outside in
1: and back out to Um, translate for our listeners. That means where they park a train while it's waiting to go in or out of service where people can just run up on it. And because it's in a tunnel, you got lots of coverage and better chance of not getting caught. I
2: I thought I was going to get electrocuted that night. Um, I actually accidentally, because that since that is in that tunnel, um, It's from the ground up. So, like, half of the car is half of your body, you know. So, like, I could put my hand, by raising my hand, I could put it on the part that you walk in, the doorway. Um, So, you know, um, I was reaching for a high spot, and I accidentally put my hand underneath that, which shocked me. And um, the rest of the night, I I still continued doing what I was doing, but I had no feeling in my left arm. And um, that same night, we got chased by um, a crew, which I, to this day, believe it was MPC, Caps Crew, because that was their territory. It was Mars Park. And um, since that was Mars Park in their area, um, when we came out of the station, um, they chased us with bottles and rocks, you know, till we had to run across the parkway to get to the five train, which would take us home. Yeah, exciting night. And um, doing that all high. <laughs> well, think- that
0: would be the only way to do it. If you <laughs> yeah. weren't high, you might uh, second-guess yeah. the whole uh, idea.
2: Yeah. That's a ritual, though. That's what I used to do for like the first five years that I was painting. I would roll like a blunt, smoke half, go paint, and then if I survived the night, I smoked the other half and went to bed. Yeah, it, take, it takes the edge off. Yeah. You know, you're, you're about to do some illegal shit. You know, you got to take that edge off somehow. And get the creative
0: juices going. And get the creative juices going. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I I wouldn't say too creative at that point in my career because I was a bummer. At that point, I was doing tags and throw-ups, tags and throw-ups, you know, doing more than just doing one, you know. So, and I think when when, uh, I started getting influenced by Crashing Days doing Piecing in the Neighborhood, that's when I decided I need to start piecing, and that's when I stopped the bombing and got more serious about doing lettering forms.
0: So, as I asked the second part of the question, where is the most exotic, or what, what do you consider the strangest place you've ever tagged a train?
2: Um, I don't know, that's, I don't know. I, I can't really answer that.
0: Have you hit any outside of the country?
2: outside trains
0: oh no i mean outside of the u.s
2: oh yeah i i hit up switzerland when i was out there just um, switzerland that's no big deal (laughs) no no. yeah Yeah, it's neutral we were in like (laughs) we was in geneva switzerland and um and it's so clean and and like spotless um, and shiny I i would do my nightly walks and put up slaps all over the place um you know, what was he going to do? Kick me out of the country or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then we, um, me and a friend at that point, um, we, we took a, a ride to um, uh, Leon, France. And we got up with the locals over there, Leon bombing. And we did some pieces that I thought were legal at the time. And they weren't. <laughs> um, yeah, we was just out there all day painting Illegal, <coughs> illegal spot. And to this day, I, I think that was maybe 2011. To this day, the pieces are still up on the wall. Like people send me photos of the wall. That's where I was as owner. Like, oh, that's that's love. I was like, that's beautiful.
0: You know Zesso Yes. He's from Lyon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah they got a, they got some sections over there that have really some, uh, got some beautiful pieces. Yeah, yeah, they
0: have an amazing style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always think it looks like that. It's almost sketching, like it. It they, It's, it's, it's diff- like a hand sketched quality. Almost. It, it's different. It's yeah. it's
2: the same like rap music. Depending on where you're from, um, is oh, yeah. the way Everybody that you has, sound. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. But same I think that's thing.
0: also what's so amazing about graffiti is that it's not just a universal language. You can kind of t- read where people are from by their accents.
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like I could easily see a European style compared to an old school New York or a new school New York. You know, the, every, you know, back in the day when it just began, it was only five boroughs and you could tell how people wrote. You know, you could tell where they lived by what they did. You know, you'd be like, oh, you're from Brooklyn. I could tell your style. You know, and now it's worldwide. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it hit every state and every state had their own style and now... You know, everywhere you, you could tell the styles. It's incredible.
0: I think it's I think it's kind of amazing. It's a yeah. language, a kind of universal that kind of it went under the radar in a way. Yeah. Because I still don't think the rest of the world quite understands what it truly means.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, kids, we're at forty-five minutes, and even despite the Sean Sullivan kick. So uh, before well, we break uh, I was about to say Before we break uh, Any last questions for mm, Not that But I oh.
0: do want to Shout out to Sean Because he did bring Epic snacks <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just picking the Chocolate croissant out of my teeth as I say this, so yes, it's yeah, not all bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you very much to uh, Leaf for sitting in. Appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, we'll see more of you, and uh, looking forward to seeing what you do this year. Same thing with you, Mr. Zimad. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Uh, be a fixture. Uh, sit in anytime you like with other people. Come on in. Co-host. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, your, I'm your Robin, Batman. Let's, right. uh, you know, let's... <laughs> uh,
0: and I'm always bite girl so it works
1: yes but uh, thank you very much everybody and uh, we are sold out with Zim Ed and Leaf